Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicast.com. My name is Abhishek and to talk about this issue's cover, we have with us Udit Misra, assistant editor joining in from Delhi. Hi Udit. Hi. Hi. And and we also have uh, senior editor Dinesh Narayanan who is uh, currently on a vacation in Kerala. Hi Dinesh. Hello Abhishek. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, for listeners, uh, just a little bit of trivia. We are recording this slightly late in the night because Dinesh was cooking for the past hour or so. What did we miss Dinesh? What did you cook? I made some chicken. You must really love food. We spoke about uh, a little bit of food in our previous podcast when you described the Afghan food when you were in Afghanistan. Yeah, you almost told me that I have become an Afghan now. Right. And I didn't think we would be talking about food again in this podcast on politics. Uh, so let's get started. What what is this cover about? Uh, well, Abhishek, this cover is about the state elections, particularly UP elections, and how the UP elections, even though it's only one state, but how the UP elections could affect central policy making as well as the political parties at the center how the political equations could change and how it could impact on policy what would it uh, mean for the economy in general and specifically how would the congress party fare uh, as the leader of the united progressive alliance which is running the government right now so that is the focus of the cover story this time right urit if you can take a shot at explaining what are the important parties in up who can give you know congress a run for its money and congress hasn't had a great uh, history in the largest state in india it's actually congress which is trying and hoping that it will give other parties uh, a real run uh, for their money actually the dominant party there is the bahujan samaj party which is led by mayawati the other big party is samajwadi party led by mulayam singh yadav and these two parties have in the in the last decade or so really dominated the political scene the bhartiya janata party which really came in a big way during the ram mandir uh, episode sort of lost steam in the last decade because of the weakening of the whole ram mandir issue and congress in particular in the last two decades totally lost its voter base to these three parties samajwadi party taking over the backward caste vote bank and the bsp taking over the dalit vote bank in a sense it is actually now as it turning out to be almost a three way fight congress is really emerging as a very strong contender to both samajwadi party and uh, in particular the bahujan samaj party because there is a certain amount of tiredness among people having seen the rules of bjp and sp and bsp and the fact that congress is not there for the last 20 odd years is giving people a hope that maybe congress led government might be a good thing for them so that's the broader uh, scheme and also there are a lot of smaller parties that are clouding up the whole space and these parties it is very difficult to say whether they will actually win as many seats or whether they will actually disturb alliances and disturb the vote banks for different parties like say a peace party or a bundelkhand congress these parties may end up uh, you know tilting the balance in one party's favor eventually winners maybe a bahujan samajwadi or a, a samaj party or a samajwadi party because of the votes that they cut it's a very complicated scenario in up this time very fascinating for somebody who studies the political scene so one of the most uh, interesting things in the selection and why the selection also becomes very important is because of rahul gandhi and the way rahul gandhi has taken the lead and uh, you know almost uh, put his entire political career which is a short one as of now at stake in up 
and whatever difference he is trying to make in UP will have a huge impact at the center because uh, Rahul Gandhi is seen as the heir apparent and probably prime minister soon enough. So that adds a very interesting dimension to the election and how the Congress's fortunes, you know, go in UP would uh, seriously impact how the Congress party at the center fares and the United Progressive Alliance fares at the center. Right. So l- let me ask you a basic question then. Is is Rahul Gandhi contesting elections himself? Maybe a lot of people looking at the media coverage might feel that Rahul Gandhi himself is contesting, but that's the interesting part that Rahul Gandhi himself is not contesting from any constituency, nor has he at any point said that he'll become the chief minister. And a lot of political analysts and, and people observing the elections uh, were of the opinion that if Rahul Gandhi was to actually say that he'll become the chief minister, Congress would have go, uh, would perhaps uh, do much better. But perhaps the Congress strategists don't want to risk a Rahul Gandhi rule in UP, lest it may, you know, not go according to the plan and disturb the overall situation at the national level, his own political career. So if you look at his rallies also, he is not even campaigning for the candidates per se at any one particular constituency. He is actually trying to convince people about the larger Congress rule, the government at the center, and the fact that his own family has played a good part in development and how they may benefit if there was a Congress government at the state level also, considering that there is obviously a Congress government at the central level. For example, Mm -hmm. the National Rural Employment Guarantee Scheme is not as effectively implemented in UP as maybe in other maybe Congress-ruled states. That's what he at least tries to convince the people. His push is basically for the Congress, the larger Congress rule, not specific to any particular candidate from one constituency to another. And it is noteworthy here that Congress really doesn't have much of a cadre system in place. It doesn't have a very good state leadership. Bulk of the leadership that they have at the state level also, like Beni Prasad Verma or even Rita Bahuguna Joshi, these are people who've come from other parties. So it's not a homegrown team? It's not a homegrown team. Congress lost a lot of its leadership and cadres in the last 20 years. And so there's not nothing much to rank upon in terms of local leadership or local cadres. Abhishek, if I were to compare uh, this with, uh, say, the corporate world, it would be something like this. You know, if there were a corporation which has uh, multiple number of products under multiple number of brands, Instead of promoting each brand individually, they are promoting the entire corporate identity as one single brand. And that is what Rahul Gandhi is trying to do in UP. is trying to promote Congress Party as a brand and UPA as the central alliance which could give good governance, corruption-free government and clean politics as he calls it, a different kind of politics, a new kind of politics which he calls it. So his campaigning is more like a, a broader, larger issue instead of making it local-level issues and local-level campaigners and the local-level candidates. Right, and talking about uh, what he has done uh, or how he has campaigned for the past uh, X many months, what are the key challenges that, uh, you know, lie ahead? When he has to talk to a rally, what are the two or three priority points that he tries to sell to the audience? See, Rahul Gandhi has a tough task. Anybody who wants to prize open this whole electoral uh, setup here in UP, which is very much driven by caste priorities, it's difficult. He's trying to cast a much wider net instead of just caste affiliations. 
He's talked about farmer issues. Now, the issue there is that farmers may suffer as farmers, but they don't always vote as farmers. They end up voting as different caste uh, members. And he's also talked about the tiredness among the people, among the electorate, about with the different parties. And he's also talked about the development initiatives that the Congress-led government has, has taken. He realizes that he cannot change caste loyalties very quickly, but he may be able to cut across those caste loyalties if he was talking about something like development or say better remuneration to farmers and such issues. You know, Rahul Gandhi has, over the last one year or so, having interacted with, with the people in the crowd in UP, has gained a lot of confidence. He has become far more interactive in his speeches. He would engage them far more, and they would also respond to him more. There is a genuine interest in Rahul Gandhi and what he is trying to say. It is not very clear whether the interest that they show in Rahul Gandhi and the hope that Rahul Gandhi sort of springs in them will necessarily translate into votes. That remains to be seen, honestly, because they don't have the cadre to actually make all this hope and, and hype actually translate into votes come the voting day. So it is anybody's guess as of now how exactly Congress may do because we got very varied observations about what may happen. Some people saying even closer to Congress saying that it might just be 30 or 40 seats Mm -hmm. and some others saying it might just go up above 100, 110 seats. So that's a huge variation which basically says that a lot of people don't know what they're talking about. You know, a lot of people are hoping that this may click or that may click. Nobody is really certain about it. So then in UP, like in every state, you know, politicians have their standing. People either respect them, uh, do not like them, despise them. So how is it in UP? Does respect border on reverence? Because it's it's not exactly one of the richest states and uh, the expectations from the politicians are pretty high. And there is a lot of hope when, you know, politicians uh, give out their promises before elections. Basically, one of the things which has happened to UP politics over the past two decades or so is that people have never really got what the politicians have promised them. So they have always depended upon their community leaders and uh, caste leaders to get them what they would want. And what has happened is that not all of them have delivered really. And also there is no alternative either. So if you look at the UP elections over the past 10, 15 years, the people have tried every combination, including uh, SP Mayavati combination, that is uh, Malayam Singh Yadav as well as Mayavati combination. Mayavati has allied with the BJP as well. But none of these combinations have really delivered to the people what they actually pine for, which is development which has not really happened in UP. The issue is that even now, people are distrustful of uh, politicians and they think that the community or caste leader or whoever is from their caste probably will be able to give them a better deal than what will they, any way they get. That is an issue in UP always. And what about the reforms? Uh, your article touches a bit about it as well, that you know, as you get closer to the elections, reforms will be on the win. So what does it mean to business in general in India? This election is coming at a very crucial time for the government and for the business community. We've seen a lot of policy logjam in the last one year. We've also seen government losing its credibility, losing ground to uh, just about everybody, including civil society or even the media, one would say. You've seen the businesses suffer as a result because the economic variables were also turning against them. And there was a government which was feeling totally hampered by the fact that It didn't have the credibility to push through reforms that might have sort of alleviated some of these problems. So 
now this election comes at a time which could either turn the tide around and give the cred- credibility back to the government that uh, and they could go back to the to the parliament and push effectively for good reforms say fbi in retail or pension reforms which would be a good thing for for businesses so they would hope that you know such such a thing happens because the other way round if imagine if it was the case that you know the local parties did well and congress was nowhere say a bahujan samaj party did well and and congress was totally marginalized then effectively that might be very tough for congress government at the center to further take reforms forward why why is that why are the up elections that important that uh, is it the number of seats uh, is, that yes. up gives one is the whole issue of yeah there are a couple of aspects so one is obviously the number of seats that mm-hmm. up entails in lok sabha it sends around uh, 80 seats and uh, it has enough numbers to actually give the very crucial majority that uh, upa lacks right now in rajya sabha also right so overall it's it's first of all the numbers uh, the, as they stack up it's up is the biggest state in the, in, in electoral terms mm-hmm. and the other also is is how rahul gandhi as dinesh had mentioned earlier in the uh, uh, interview that rahul gandhi has staked a lot of his political capital to trying to make a turn around for congress this is a state which has which has typically given congress all its prime ministers it it's basically been their backyard they've been very strong here barring the last two decades in terms of psychology in terms of the credibility of what it does for congress and what it does for rahul gandhi who's essentially the future leader for congress if he does well it will have a tremendous salutary effect and if he doesn't do well then it will be a huge dampener and it would also tell what happens in 2014 if they do well in a state like up they can let go of a couple of allies and st- still stand on their own and that gives them a lot of spine so by all those measures it's a huge huge state both mm-hmm. for congress and the country in general and also for the business community so interesting times how long did it take for you guys to put this one together the the cover it's we had actually started work on this story about 3 4 months ago knowing that the up elections are around the corner and uh, we had started work on that but the actual reporting and the field visits and all these things happened closer to the publication date right and who among you two is a bob dylan fan because we have uh, some of the lyrics that makes it in, into this cover story or was it somebody else altogether no i grew up fans but i think it yeah. put it mr who <laughs> put it there <laughs> right yes yeah well that's about it from uh, this podcast uh, you can get this podcast on forbesindia.com the new website that forbes uh, has put out about a couple of weeks back and uh, you can also get this on theindicast.com Uh, to subscribe to Forbes, uh, message Forbes to five one eight one eight. Thanks again, both of you and uh, Dinesh. Uh, have a good vacation. Thank you very much, Abhishek. Always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks.